0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. Each episode on here will feature leaders in the digital space to help entrepreneurs grow their knowledge and understanding of the Amazon and e-commerce world. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of Crossover Commerce. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we're live on Instagram. Or we're actually live on Instagram today, believe it or not, with our guest. And we're also going to be live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, for those of you who are just watching us for the first time or listening to us later on uh, via podcast, thanks for joining us today. This show is built around giving insight into e-commerce landscape onto what Amazon is successful in Amazon and e-commerce in general we always want to walk away with some sort of nugget or perspective, but today is really exciting because we're going to do a whole seller spotlight on uh, one of the people I find uh, that's making waves in the space on social media, on just in business in general and doing great things uh, just as a businesswoman in general. Her name is Christina Yurizemska from AMZ create, but also has so many other different brands underneath her uh, purview. It's crazy to think that, you know, In the e-commerce space, lots of people can build up different brands and entities, and it just takes a lot of power, a lot of determination and a lot of, you know, things to go your way also, but just hard work in general to see where where people can take it to the next level. So super excited today to highlight uh, one of the sellers that I find super um, inspiring to talk about. And we're just going to go through her story about her background, her life, what uh, she's experiencing, and we always invite questions in the space. So go ahead and comment on the social media sites on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, and even on uh, Christina's uh, Instagram, we're gonna be, that we're gonna, going live on right now. But Christina, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. That's a big honor to be here on your podcast and share my knowledge, share my story. And I think, and I hope I can be helpful for someone who is just the beginning or in the middle of their journey, because I've been in e-commerce more than 10 years and I have a lot to share.
0: (laughs) That's what I was going to say. So when we were initially like going back and forth and talking about what we can cover yours, you said, Hey Ryan, I have like 10 different businesses I run. So anything you want to talk about in e-commerce and Amazon, let me know. So I said, Hey, let's just spotlight you as a seller, let's spotlight your journey and, and really kind of go from there because you have so many different projects in there, uh, in the works. It's amazing to know like what you're doing as a seller and a businesswoman and all the things that you're, uh, doing as a professional. So for those of, for, people who just not be aware of you or not you know uh, a follower yet or just want to know more about your journey can you give us like that beginner uh from your personal life all the way to where you are today
1: Sure. So my name is Kristina Yuradimskaya. Originally, I'm from Belarus. It's uh, Eastern Europe. I'm 33 years old. I live in San Diego, California. Uh, A little bit of how I started in ECOM. More than 10 years ago, I came to the U.S. to work uh, on a Carnival Cruise Line on a work visa. visa, And then, uh, right after the university. And then uh, I found the job in the medical supply store, and the e-commerce was just 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 beginning uh i started selling a little bit on ebay my own personal stuff and then having the access to the huge inventory uh in the medical supply store i proposed to them guys let's see how the e-com works and we started uh, to work on uh, e-commerce um on amazon trying to do the amazon fba and uh that was very successful uh there i found uh, my partner for the my for my first brand it's called uh terramat then i bought him out <laughs> and uh actually this is how it started and i'm very 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 proud that uh during all these years uh i've been in an amazing community an amazon community we've built built building lots of brands lots of products and uh that was a a great um trip (laughs) let's see let's put it that's a
0: that's a great way to put it it's a great trip so far so you you have how many different brands are you currently operating right now because you said you, pers- you started with people and then you've bought them out, but you have a couple ones that you're currently operating, correct?
1: Yes, I'm the sole owner of uh, two main brands. Uh, this is um, uh, TerraMet and technology And I'm partnering uh, with some other people with uh, for the other brands, so like Panda Brothers. Um, we also have Rida Pharmaceuticals. Uh, we have uh, some other smaller projects. But, you know, it's all about uh, the uh building the brands and uh, establishing them
0: <laughs> exactly and, and how you were we were kind of touting and talking about when, in our initial conversation is you were talking about like that growth opportunity and potentially exiting but just really getting involved in all these different uh, categories uh, a lot of people uh, may not know those types of categories that you sell in but i believe it's it's fair to say it's baby uh women's Um, you know, is it pregnancy supplements? Yeah, it's pregnancy.
1: My main category and what I like, I really enjoy, it's health and personal care because I think uh, that I strongly believe deep in myself that I can change this world. And even by providing some products like Terramed does, uh, we do provide the products for people who suffer from varicose veins, DVT, all the problems with uh, veins, insufficiency. So these products can not only change your life, they can actually save your life because this is the medical products uh, they're prescribed uh, by the doctor. You have the option to buy them in medical supply store for uh, 10x times more than you can get them on Amazon. And... um, that's 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 my main approach. I really want to uh, create the unique products uh, to get uh, the best service and the best products uh, to my customers and uh, the people who really like what I do. And uh, we have people who've been uh, in interment business for more than eight years on subscription. So that's wow. already that's a lot to me.
0: And a lot of those, in a lot of those products, I you say you're, those tangible products are uh, like UV glasses. Is that correct? Like uh, computer blue light glasses. Is that so correct? So one,
1: of the, yeah, one of the products for Terramet brand, it's called migraine glasses. Migraine glasses. This is a very unique technology. It's called FL forty one. This is uh, the lens that has uh, more than fourteen injections. It's very hard to make it this way, uh, but we managed to do that, and it actually uh, in thirty percent of cases um people who suffer from migraines the trigger of the migraines is light sensitivity it can come from the concussion it can come from many 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 um various reasons the hormonal many things and uh these, uh particular glasses they deliver the tremendous relief and they deliver um uh, the opportunity for the people who suffer from migraines uh to actually do things they can go to the supermarkets with the harsh fluorescent lightning, they can uh work uh in more comfort atmosphere because they're blocking the harsh light and, um, yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite products, actually. And it took me a lot, a lot, a lot of time and research uh, to come up with this. And going deeper into the migraine uh, thing, we just launched the supplement that also helps people who um, suffer from migraines to keep it up, to have uh, the migraine attacks uh, under control. So this is how I'm developing this migraine um, uh, a line.
0: So are you just selling on Amazon right now or are you also selling on uh different platforms? Uh, for example, like either. in different marketplaces?
1: Yeah, so we do sell on a platform, on different platforms. Shopify started with, the, the, when the pandemic started, Shopify was pretty good because of the limits. As everybody else, we're constantly getting out of stock. We're having the problems here and there. So the Shopify sales really kicked in, and um, I'm very happy about that. But again, uh, I'll be honest with you, Amazon is still more than 90% of sales. So.
0: Absolutely. so it's a lot of that focus. And I think a lot of people will also tout those numbers is Amazon is a big core of your business. But in terms of the supplement and the side of things like where you can grow yeah. potentially is outside of Amazon. So what is, are you just selling in .com, or are you growing internationally? What's, what's that like for you as a seller to have to think about those, those logistics potentially or those kinds of not problems, but opportunities, if you will i
1: had a long route so uh first when the amazon started i started selling on amazon uh as everybody else i started doing merchant fulfilled orders after that i learned about the amazon fba uh we started sending product to fba right after that in a year or two we got the invitation from vendor central we started to sell on vendor central uh and then vendor central didn't work for us there are many issues and uh we couldn't keep up with them or they couldn't keep up with us we came back uh to fba and normally everything right now even the shopify 90 percent of shopify we do create a fulfillment orders so all the inventory everything is stored in amazon and this is like our basic um basic stuff where we actually uh, keeping up keeping our inventory and uh, doing all the fulfillments from all other multi-channel fulfillments uh, through the Amazon
0: that's awesome so what is it so what's it like to educate yourself in the space you said that you you had to like learn the ropes it was a lot of trial and error where was a lot of that education coming from for you is it just kind of doing it yourself were you relying on other people to help you along the way what was that journey like for yourself
1: uh, as everybody else starting businesses uh i lost a lot of money by uh learning things by doing this i, I can tell you when i started to sell let's say clothing because i told you I've, I've tried many things i did online arbitrage wholesale um many 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 things so for example i started to sell clothing and like seven eight years ago it was almost impossible to get into the closing category so i had to pay some software sign up for this software they have their insiders on amazon stuff like that and this was the way just to get their proof to sell in this category right now everything is is way easier but back there back days when you want to rank the product it was it was So, so, so much easier than it is today. The algorithm keeps changing. And uh, if you want to understand how the ranking works, how uh, BSR works, how uh, to make sure that you do the correct financial planning, the uh, correct um, product development, the roadmap for your products, uh, it takes a lot of time and knowledge for me i strongly suggest to everybody who is just starting is to network as much as you can do with the people in your space um do some brainstorm with the people who you trust and who've been in the game a lot Uh, try to focus more on uh, the opportunities and think um outside the box and uh the other thing is um probably what i can do is uh, there are many podcasts especially right. when the started. <laughs> like you can fill up your day whole day just by listening to the podcast so uh try to do the podcast as much as you can do uh learn uh, from people and the other cool thing uh right now what we have is the clubhouse right. doesn't right. up. everybody has to do it it's an amazing thing um Uh, For people to learn to get inspired to get motivated and to keep yourself on track and um, Yeah, this is my best suggestion. And this is the way I am learning myself every day And I think this is the critical part of every business to be able to learn things um, every day that uh, makes you and The the business owner better in many things and uh, it makes your business stronger
0: Absolutely. And I I agree with you. I wish I was on clubhouse. I don't have any Apple products that would allow me to be on that right now, but Hey, that's how, that's how it goes. Sometimes you, you have to be excluded in some ways, but we do podcasts like this. Uh, I'm constantly learning from sellers like yourself and other service providers to get those knowledge tips and to become a better kind of well-rounded person, always, always absorbing more information as best I can. But in terms of the capabilities of you as a seller, Where do you have to dedicate your time running all these brands? Is it, do you rely heavily on like virtual assistants or do you rely heavily heavily on partners? Where where does that time management aspect uh, come in for you?
1: So time management is one of the most important things for me because to balance so many businesses and uh, so many product launches that I'm doing right now, uh, my current period of life is kind of crazy. So... um, I think the best uh, way to describe it is delegate as much as you can but delegate it wisely unless you know how to do the thing yourself then you can tell someone okay this should be done this way and you can rely on the knowledge of the person you're delegating something to because he might execute this skill much better than you can do and make it better and make it more efficient so for me, I have, um, a big team and each person is responsible, uh, for their role assignments. We all, uh, track ourselves in Trella and, um, Google spreadsheets. And, um, I think, um, the opportunity that currently Amazon gives us with the user permission, with the accesses, with the, the things that you can pull up reports and um, do it so much more efficient than it used to be uh, many years ago. I think um, a good team, where but you need to understand in every team that you're building that you are the one that is driving the bus. All the passengers, all your team... Uh, around that bus, and you have to be the one who is uh, motivating them, uh, who is um, inspiring them, and uh, who is uh, um, understanding where we're going at and educating the passengers of your bus where we have to go and how we're going to do this uh,
0: trip. Absolutely. So you have to be a leader first and foremost, and then hopefully you can rely heavily on them to kind of take those other tasks off the plate. Uh, I I love what you're saying. What's the one thing that still scares you as an entrepreneur um, going into all these ventures?
1: Oh my God. I'm scared of many things. Uh, People who (laughs) sell on Amazon, they always wake up with some type of scares. Uh, well, that year I have to admit, twenty twenty was very scary for me. I launched the brand technology, and the launch didn't uh, go um, as good as I planned it to go because we had the delays. Uh, this is mostly closing. The summer collection arrived end of August, so then I had to, uh, to find out if I can sell it or not. Then the storage limit increased. Uh, no, not the storage, the store. Um, the storage cost increased. Then the limits for the new stuff that's. The winter collection was coming, you know, it was kind of messy. And um, that things uh, uh, that 2020 taught all Amazon sellers how we have to be flexible, how we have to understand what's going on and adjust to all these changes. That really taught us a lot. And right now I'm uh, I'm on my way to open uh, my own warehouse. I never actually needed that for many years since um we have a problem with our inventory planning with everything we had uh, we've been relying on amazon and right now we come to understanding that uh, the situation changes and we have to adjust for that and this is kind of scary because uh your planning your financial planning for one year can change in a matter of a couple of weeks and uh, can uh, do crazy things to your business so, um, yeah, as I said, uh, limits was scary. 2020, um, increased, um, inventory, uh, storage, uh, cost, uh, that was scary. Um, then, um, I think just uh, even the ranking strategies, the new strategies Amazon doing right now, it's kind of scary because before you could actually calculate, predict when you do any your launch, how many giveaways, how many reviews, how many um, like stuff, or how, how many things you can do to be on page one, to be on page two. But right now, it's, um, it's very hard. And um, new people come in every day, competitors don't sleep, they watching you. It's scary, uh, like for everybody else. But we're doing it, you know, we know uh, where we're going. And um, me and my team, we strongly believe that if you're delivering a good product, a good customer service, um, there is nothing stands on your way. You just have to um, keep doing it, and uh, you That's- will succeed. <laughs>
0: So, so when you, that, I mean, that's the fantastic mentality and I, I, it reminds me a lot of Isabella Hamilton, which I believe you guys are best friends are really yeah, good friends. My
1: best friend. yes.
0: You guys, you guys that's literally sound like the same person, which I love entirely. Uh, just the mindset around business and e-commerce, because it's not, it's not for the faint of heart. I think it's very tough to overcome the ups and downs and you have to be level-headed and just kind of truck through. And you said you tout all the failures that you've had to go through to get to where you're at today. Um, maybe you yourself can, is there a moment or a time? Do you think that this will be enough? Like I've, I've made it where I want to be, or do you think that the entrepreneur soul is always going to be continue on and keep going until for the next thing and keep growing? Does that question make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you want to mean. Uh, where I am right, right now. So, first of all, uh, you know me, and people who are close to me, they know that I'm a surreal entrepreneur. So, business is a big part of my life. I go to bed thinking about business. Sometimes in the conversation, people lose me because I'm like for a couple seconds, even minutes. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I have this idea. We have to implement it here, do this, do that. I'm going to my to-do list, like assigning the task. Okay, we have to do that. This is my life. This is my yeah. passion. I have my, I
0: have my list right here too. I'm, as I'm thinking and doing a podcast, I'm writing notes to myself. Remember to do this later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. You see, this is, this is the life of entrepreneurs. You won't see it too much in females. We're kind of rare, female entrepreneurs, because uh, I think the, the mind of entrepreneur is we still uh, have more uh, male mentality than female. I honestly think that that's my opinion. That's why it's hard for female entrepreneurs to have friends <laughs> with other females. <laughs>
0: So do you, do you think that there's just uh, just like with a lot of businesses, just representation and opportunity has not been met or that there's not uh, support behind that community? Uh, what, what do you think that's the reason for I that? I
1: think right now, the last couple of years, yes, uh, with the female empowerment, with the movements to support females in business, yes, we have lots of support. But it's still, you know, like guys, uh if they have deals they would better go to another guy talk to him and do the deal and it is easier for the female to dig into the uh very specific niche as e-com like there is 98% of guys in our niche maybe right now it's 90 but it's still you can see on the podcast you can see everywhere it's uh, still mostly guys and not too many females but coming back to your first questions where i came right now at this point of my life i finally realized that uh doesn't matter the amount of money you make uh for me uh what matters really is the growth that i see in my companies um the steady growth you know there is no ups and downs like we just know that we're growing, maybe not as fast as uh, we would love to, but we're growing, we're developing new products. More important is we're making people happy with our product. They actually changing their life, they actually bringing up the new. Um, vision on their life uh with the help of our products especially retirement products is health products and they do tremendously uh change a people's life so for me the most important thing is i'm emotionally right now very happy i'm satisfied i am um very calm in harmony with myself and uh this is i'm proud of this is I'm much more proud than any of the businesses I made and anywhere I went financially or professional, it doesn't matter. And I think for the entrepreneur just to be uh, happy and the place where uh, they are right now in the private life, in the personal life, in the mindset, having the clear mindset, have a very, very hundred percent positive mindset is the most important thing that I have achieved during all these years because I've been through as many entrepreneurs, I've been through depressions, I've been suffering uh, with with like my businesses, like it's my child, you know, we're going through some rough time and I'm suffering, I'm not sleeping, I'm trying to figure out. But right now I'm like, calm, it's just business, no emotions, take it easy and find the solution. And like Tony Robbins says, it's not about the resources, it's about the resourcefulness. So you can always find a way in the business if you're in the business owner from any difficult situation
0: that's fantastic i love i love that mentality in terms of where you know your mindset is and continuing to grow do you think that there's one thing you wish you would have known at the beginning of your career versus you know maybe that would have like quickly got you to where you are today or there's that one thing that you're like Going into all of this, I wish I would have known it was either difficult or I wish I would have known I would have had to go through all this to mentally prepare myself. Or do you feel like that wouldn't have mattered because you was still would have had gone through all that. That still would have made you who you are today. Um, going through that made you even a better person.
1: That was the conversation, the question I had with Mina Elias earlier this morning, it's my other best friend.
0: God, he, I love Mina. Him and I are constantly talking on social media.
1: amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and this is something I have a very, very good point. I regret of not risking enough. I've been on e uh 10 years and I just started to risk to try many new things just past uh, two years. Um before that i was like okay we have one thing we have one company let's put all the effort let's do this let's do it by the book how they say and see how it's gonna go it's amazing it's good but you know what you're young and i i told to uh mina we are young we are in our growth fruit professionally so we have to try new things we have nothing to lose completely nothing to lose and uh there is a good proverb like saying in russian language those who don't risk they don't drink champagne and i really love this expression you know what you can try 10 things or you can try three things there is way higher probability and possibility of winning of one of those 10 things if you only try in three you know so uh it's not about spreading yourself too much but just trying even like the bible said come into the any open door any open opportunities that life are uh, represent to you don't be scared as i said you have nothing to lose you have food you have clothes you know i'm uh, at this point of my life that uh i strongly suggest everybody who is scared don't be there's nothing to be scared about and uh, if you determined, if you have uh, motivation you can get whatever you want for yourself yourself
0: i love that that's, that's all fantastic information in terms of like how you're presenting it because it, i think like a lot of people and i i think i told this to isabella too a lot of people just miss out on the mentality of business i mean a, obviously he exudes it in more ways than one. There's just so many different things that entrepreneurs lack in terms of they might be good in business, but in mentality, if you can't stay strong and you can't support other people or they can't, you can't rely on other people uh, to support you, I think that's where people get worn down the quickest is mentality. You might have a great product. You might be uh, a strong individual. You might have a great idea. Um, but at the end of the day, if you can't, stretch yourself in enough or support yourself in those needs. I think a lot of people that's where the failures come from and they get burnt out. And then that's where, you know, they no longer want to be successful or they no longer can be successful and, and grow from that aspect. Um, is there a person out there that you wish you would be you could meet still in person, maybe like as a business person or an influential uh, icon? <laughs>
1: there are many of them many people that i like uh, i listen to i like andy Forsila, i like uh ty Lapus, i love 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 tony robbins many 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 people um that um uh, uh, the way they think the way they uh, present the information it's just amazing and i think um uh, we can't miss any opportunity there is a way uh to listen to the podcast of uh, the people who really changing lives like um any for sealer for example yeah you have to do that and you cannot just miss the opportunity and then again there are many many other people just go in the clubhouse see what's going on in uh, the groups and you will find someone maybe unknown but they will bring you that piece of information or that piece of inspiration that can actually change your life and uh, you will look at yourself come on like i can do that if someone else did it why can't i so uh this is the thing, like, don't go and run away. Oh, everybody likes Tony Robbins. I have to go do the date with destiny or do this or do that. You know what? Find uh, someone uh, that resonates with you. And this is the same thing with your friends and with the people you surround yourself. Just today I posted something. If you surround yourself with the five confident people, you will be the sixth ones. If you surround yourself with the five billionaires, millionaires, you will be the sixth one because uh, the circle, the people uh, you are around, uh, it means a lot.
0: Look at that. We, we mentioned her name and she, she appears. Yes, What's up, Isabella? Here. How are you? <laughs> She's super busy too. She's constantly all over the place. My God, I I don't know how Isabella does it either. I I see you guys everywhere. When I tout people, uh, look at people who are doing the right thing in e-commerce and in business. I always point to you guys. And like, I know this is the first time we're talking like face to face, but we we've had a couple calls and messages back and forth. Isabella is constantly just everywhere podcasting and you know going on all these talks with people. So it's it's a testament to what you guys do, the hard work that you put in, I think it's being, uh, it's shown as her, obviously as a service provider being recognized as one of the top ones in the space, I think the top one in Amazon um, this past year, but also, uh, you are doing so many great things in your business as well. What's the, um, you mentioned that there's a lot of difficult, you know, products and spaces that you, uh, kind of maybe failed in and you didn't succeed in. What's one that you think consistently is the most difficult for sellers to start their Amazon journey?
1: Well, I would say that supplements have always been difficult. Ever since when it it comes to health and personal care, it's kind of difficult. But if you are sure in your product, if you yourself believe in your product and you have um, something that makes you think that this product is gonna win it, like there is nothing stands on your way. You cannot have the mentality and you have not the mindset of losing, of fear of anything that, that's going to go wrong. Like be realistic, be optimistically realistic and uh, just keep trying. If you try and with one product and it didn't uh, do the sales that you've been uh, trying to achieve right away, it doesn't mean that, uh, th- like, you're done, like, you cannot keep trying. You know, many people try. And I have products uh, I had, the, like, last year or the other year, I was launching maternity bras, $50,000, $60,000, and the product just didn't go. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's business. I, um, I had many Chinese competitors, like everybody else, and uh, American brand that had been established on the market for more than 10 years. So it was very, very difficult to compete mm. with them. That's why uh, I decided um, just to quit on this product and move on. So um, I don't think that there is some warning or something that would say, "Okay, guys, don't do that. Don't do this. And uh, yeah, keep trying. Um, Keep risking. And believe in yourself. And if you believe in yourself, there is nothing that can prevent you from succeeding.
0: Absolutely. In, uh, in your kind of expertise, since you've been around Amazon for the longest time, uh, as much as experience you have, what's the one thing that you get most excited about in terms of Amazon, whether it's like new technology that you think that they can innovate in, or in some sort of capacity where, you know, you see kind of trends going one certain direction? What, what gets you really excited about being in an Amazon space, just as a seller in general?
1: what gets me excited the most i'll be honest with you the idea that um, right now the acquisition for the e-com companies are keep growing so if you have the brand and you establish establishing the brand there is very 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 high possibility that you can sell it much higher than any other brick and mortar store or any brand that uh does not have uh, the amazon visibility That's number one. (laughs) That's thank you, Amazon, that keeps uh, many sellers motivated. The other thing is Amazon right now gives the amazing opportunity to build the brand awareness through the Amazon post, through the DSP, through the videos, through uh, the uh, advertising. And it gives the opportunity to make people recognize your brand and suggest your small little brand along with the biggest brand that's been on the market for like 20, 30 years. Like I can compare it with motherhood maternity and let's say Pregnology. They've been on uh, like, this is the biggest uh, corporation of the maternity wear. And they suggest my small brand that is uh, what, eight, nine months right now old, uh, along with them, and we're on the same page. And that's amazing, and uh, this is the amazing opportunities. And there are people who been who are thinking to jump in right now Oh, the space is too saturated, maybe I won't be able to make my product profitable because there is too much competition here and there. There is lots and lots of opportunities. Like, don't miss out if you are thinking to do it or not do it better, do it and regret that you haven't done that you know uh this is this is one of the the biggest things that amazon gave us 5 6 years ago there was not even the like conversations like that oh you know i'm building this brand on amazon in 2 3 years we can sell it for this no one were talking like that right now it's uh Like everybody's talking, there is structure, there is Hay Day, many, many, many acquisition companies, and um, that makes us as the sellers more motivated and we see where we're going. And another thing with the the Amazon uh, is uh, that Amazon, uh, even though we spending so much money for PPC and for the campaigns and uh, like all all, all over the place uh, for the fees, nothing else in the world right now can give you as much visibility for your brand and for your product as Amazon. You can educate customers through the listing on your uh, product about your product. Like if you launched something new, you got the patent or this provisional patent, I don't know. You can actually educate people all over the world on all the platforms about your product and that would cost you much 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 less than running the google ads than doing constant uh, google advertising and do the social media exposure pay for the uh, magazines or stuff like that this is the opportunity that is presented for us it's just on the table like everybody has has to just take it and uh, enjoy it in full <laughs>
0: Yeah, that, all, all that's so much great information in terms of like that mentality. What is the, we actually did have a question before I move on to maybe my thoughts as well. Um, Brendan Girdler from our audience, he asked, is it obvious when an upcoming seller should stick with Amazon or invest more in an intense web experience? And what he means by that is, I think, to diversify and grow your business off Amazon and to like make that next step. Is that is that an obvious thing for you uh, at what point you need to, grow your, you know, opportunity on different platforms, like either a different marketplace, which is something that ping pong obviously helps people with. But in your mind, is there a certain threshold that you have to meet in order to think about moving into a next marketplace or a next step um, offline or off of the Amazon, I should say?
1: That's an amazing question, Brennan, and I'm happy to answer that. So let's put it this way. Uh, They say, don't put all the baskets, all the eggs in one basket. That's right, completely right. But I strongly suggest for the people who are just starting on Amazon or they're in the middle of the journey, they don't know where to do. Concentrate first on make a steady income give yourself the threshold or whatever time frame of six or eight months you know i have to make this one thousand dollars a day three hundred dollars a day if you come up to this and you know that you already established yourself on the in the niche you have a good ranking you have beer star you yourself on amazon be able to keep up with the inventory and all the hiccups with the inventory, storages, with the limits, this and that. If you make this steady income, you sure about that, then there is a good point to diversify and keep trying. Because when you're going to start diversifying, let's see, everybody knows about Facebook ads. It's the blood from the eyes in majority of the cases. However expert you can find, there is never a guarantee I've been doing Facebook AIDS for like all my life business life. And it's, it's just terrible. It's uh, never hundred percent successful. It's uh, the thing that you keep trying, but with this trying, that means that uh, you invest in the money. So you have to be sure what you're doing it. You want to do the click funnel funnels again, Absolutely, you can do that. Bringing uh, the traffic to your uh, Shopify store or going into the retail—that all requires investments. Retails gets ninety days net at least, so you have to be prepared yourself. So i think the idea of diversifying and investing more money into the different channels should be discussed with you and the business owner and your team when you would come up in the existing business to some certain amount of money that would allow this financial change and um that's, that's just my opinion based on my experience
0: well, I mean, those are, those are great uh, and, you know, words of wisdom in terms of where you personally have been through in terms of how to grow. You, you have to be secure in those ways because even when I was asked the other day on a podcast and YouTube video that I was recording with somebody, they asked me, at what point do you, like how much is enough to invest in yourself to start on Amazon? And I said, it's a loaded question. There's not like a formula for you as a person or like to be successful because you have to be risk tolerant in capacity um you have to know like what segment are you going into uh that that can really determine how much you have to invest in yourself do you have to how do are you going to launch your strategy is it competitive all these different things that kind of come into the factor and if you um uh, th- there's not like one dollar amount that makes people comfortable with moving from one to another or growing and even starting on amazon so um you, you don't have any like tips or ideas for people like this is like to be comfortable to start a brand or to start on Amazon that it's this dollar amount or this kind of business opportunity. Do you have like those check marks that you have to to have in order to say, this is a good idea, we should launch this product or this business?
1: Uh, this is very difficult question. Believe me, you know like- <laughs> I'm after- all
0: about the hard questions here at Crossover <laughs> Commerce. We're gonna ask you the hard hitting questions for most successful sellers. We need to know
1: yes it's been uh that question many people asked me before i'll tell a little bit of my story so uh i started my business with two thousand dollars 12 years ago by it was february by the end of the year uh revenue was more than one million how i did that i had to find the way to negotiate because i was doing a lot of uh, the uh, wholesale um i was trying to negotiate the terms um people were giving me the products for not only not 30 days to pay them back like they sending me the product normally you have to pay right away or 30 days net i was able to negotiate to 60 days net or 90 days net so i was able to make big turnarounds with the money uh as i said in the beginning it's not about the resources it's about the resourcefulness if you're really determined and you know that you have to do that there is no other way believe me with two hundred dollars with two thousand dollars you can make it to million. because i did it myself if i did it you all can do that another thing is as i said be very careful financially planning you don't want to dump all this money you have into the product have the product arrived and then sit without no money run the ppc without no money to do giveaways with no money to reorder the inventory so make it wisely here there are many courses that would help you to do the correct financial planning and have the roadmap of your business have the clear and uh, realistic uh, understanding of where you are right now what financial position you are right now there are many opportunities to take sba loans uh, things like can help you scale your business if you're already in business. But if you start in that, don't go crazy. Just have the roadmap, be clear, be understanding. There's many, many, many free resources, uh, in our Amazon community, many people uh, do the courses, just uh, try to get as much information as you can. And when the world will open up, try to start networking with the same minded people, the people who are on the same brainway with you, who understand your situation where you are right now. Uh, you can, if you see me in person and uh, you want to talk to me, absolutely feel free. I would, uh, I'm glad to help because many people been helping me during my way in business. And that's why my giving back to the Amazon community, to the business community, I am right now, I try to help as many people as I can with the advice, with the recommendation, with the, the um, good um, referral stuff like that because i think that's where we are and we have to help to each other that makes us better humans
0: (laughs) that's that's why i always tell and tell people if they're getting into amazon to be honest with you is that this community uh i had a call even today um a lady who just started working in the amazon space and i said you will never find another uh group of sellers as well as service providers that want others to succeed more than this group right here Um, and I say it's a pretty tight-knit community there's obviously thousands upon thousands of international sellers service providers you know people that are considered influencers that's what I think is that the community is so helpful in every regards if you ask a question in a Facebook group or a clubhouse event or on a podcast like this they're going to come up with an answer even though it's not like you know, people are still protective on themselves. Like, I'm not gonna give you my business model and like let you steal it from me, but they want you to be successful too as an entrepreneur, grow your business. And that's it's almost like the American dream, but almost like an international dream. Like to be successful on yourself, don't rely on other people, but support each other along the way. So everyone kind of does that working together mentality.
1: Yes yeah i'm I'm really grateful for the people we are surrounded with i have to mention my besties here Nina and isabella they're the most amazing people in the world uh in our community you can reach out talk to them anytime uh during day and night and they're just here to help you and i'm amazed i learn from them a lot and i have such a big gratitude to the universe to send me those two human beings into my life. I'm I feel blessed.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and I and I think like like you said, like those those guys are always willing to obviously reach out and help, and they're always fantastically answering questions for me. I had uh, just insight I got the other day from uh, Mina just about like mentality of like a seller and where they're coming from and like the needs and pain points that they're you know, working on and what what's tough to do. So it's, it's always constantly learning in the space. Uh, maybe before we get to the top of the hour, uh, Christina, what's the m- thing that you're most proud of in your journey that you've gotten to currently? And um, maybe, maybe if it's in business, maybe it's personally, what's the one thing that you still feel like you're most proud of?
1: I try to be very honest in all the podcasts and all the interviews that i'm doing so um, you know i'm proud of uh, being the immigrant uh here in the united states with the accent with all the things that you can think of and i made it to be the professional businesswoman, and uh, i'm proud of the things i did and um like That was difficult for me uh, to come up, to go to the conferences, to uh, start talking to people, to break the ice. Also, the difficult things is like breaking the ice when you see that the person is not really into the conversation. But you have to make this deal. You have to make uh, things happen. You have to get the contract. You have to have the supplier. And um, I'm proud of... uh, the way i was doing uh those 10 years in business there is no one else in the industry can say oh my god she did this she did that you know i, I take responsibility for everything that i do that's why i am one of the unique sellers you can ever find that uh, speaking openly about their businesses about their journey like okay I had this history of this product this history of this product you don't really see people like that they are very uh closed while it comes to talking about their products and their product launches about the strategies and stuff like that i'm very open and i'm talking about that uh sometimes it's hard yes i'm lost my lots of lots of money if everything would be okay correct i would be the billionaire already but you know i'm human i'm doing mistakes and i i still think that uh I will be a billionaire one day.
0: <laughs> I, I believe, believe it. That. I have no, I have no doubt if there's anyone going to be it. You're, you're the, you have the hustler mentality and like that entrepreneur mindset that I think a lot of people, you know, need to be, to get there to that point. Um, I guess uh, the last thing before we kind of close off on our episode today, what is one thing you're most excited about maybe in 2021 as like a society or like what, what is one hope for the industry that you either want to see um, or that you want to see in business in, in general for the e-commerce community?
1: First, let's do the hope for the whole world to open up.
0: Let, let's all hold hands Wait. together and say, let's hope the world opens up again.
1: For the world to open up, I, don't, I want to go to my favorite restaurants, I want to travel, I want to see my... Amazing Amazon community on the conferences where we used to go almost every month. I want to go to China to the trade shows to my factories in Taiwan. I really miss that. That's been my life past ten years and it's gotten we're so lonely, we just sitting in our houses. California is completely closed. We can't go out. There is only takeout food, no gyms, nothing. This is depressing and I really want this to be changed as soon as possible i pray for that and yes that's that's my biggest hope when it comes to the amazon community and uh to amazon field let's uh forget about all the limits we pray to Amazon to build as many warehouses so they can fit all our inventory, please. Because I'm just so tired of getting out of stock and doing merchant fulfilled. I'm not the only one doing that, 100%. I really pray that this things going to get so much easier. And... Um, uh, I I don't know what to, what else. This is just the, the, the biggest things that I'm hoping uh, they actually realistically have to change next couple months. I do hope for that, and uh, that's that's probably it.
0: I think <laughs> we for all met. of yeah. twenty. Oh, okay. 20. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say for twenty twenty. I think a lot of people. Sorry, I, get, I have to mute sometimes because I hear an echo in my ear, and that's my fault. Uh, when uh. I think a lot of people want to see people in person again and feel comfortable with any sort of capacity of, you know, being able to go and eat at a restaurant or have a beer or a drink at a bar and, you know, feel comfortable in that mindset. I think it's taken a lot mentally. And I know a lot of sellers have gone through this, you know, kind of soul searching uh, aspect of everything, of being either at home full time or working out of your home, having to juggle like kids and school and all the other capacities that comes with being an adult. Um, and trying to figure out how to be safe and, you know, happy and something that no one's probably ever been through and we want to ever happen again. So being an entrepreneur, I think we're all lucky, obviously, to continue to do business wherever we want to be in the world, whether it's in a different country or anywhere in the United States, uh, or the world that for that matter. But yeah, seeing people in, in person and feeling comfortable and safe again, I think that's probably the number one thing that we'll all want to see in 2021. So for obviously, Christina, uh, before we kind of cap off, what's the best way if people have questions about entrepreneurship, want to follow your brands, know your story, uh, maybe like reach out to you because you're always one to help other people. How can they best get in touch with you?
1: Uh, The best way to uh, get in touch with me through the Facebook. Uh, Facebook I use mostly for the business on uh, every minute i'm kind of on facebook groups and here and there so uh yes uh reach out to me send me uh, the message in facebook uh if you need any marketing services we're only doing uh videos uh dsp some sellers uh you can reach out uh, to uh here is the page on Instagram. Yes, you can reach. It's uh, a private. I have uh, I've closed that for some privacy reasons, but Facebook is open. Uh, you can do the Facebook. <laughs> uh, I don't think I hear you. You're, I might, That's all right. I
0: muted, my, I muted myself. That was on purpose. So <laughs> I always been doing that. So producing this show is fun, as you can probably imagine. I produce, throw up questions, make sure I'm monitoring all channels and making sure I'm listening as well. So sometimes I catch myself on me always talking with people, but yeah, Instagram, obviously that's my fault on Instagram. Uh, we're connected Facebook, go and search for Christina and her brands. Uh, her brands are also on Instagram too. So go ahead and follow that journey as well. You've been so helpful and awesome today, just kind of sharing and being super honest and truthful with everyone. Always uh, for people I cap off every show, you're always now considered a friend of the Crossover Commerce and friend of the show. Whenever you want to welcome, you're more than welcome to cop on again and, and share your thoughts on specific uh, topics or comments here and there. Please please feel free to jump on and uh, I can't wait to see where your, your journey leads you next.
1: I can- and thank you so so much that was amazing i really love talking to you and um that's an amazing podcast good energy good mindset i love you
0: <laughs> that's what we do here at crossover commerce we're here about the great mindsets and we're here about trying to bring value to the community again we'll we'll do more seller spotlights too so if you as a community uh christian again thank you so much i'll i'll let you hop off but uh Thank you again for joining us today. If you have other, for the community who's watching us live on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, uh, go ahead and submit your comments or thoughts. What do you want to see from this podcast? Who do you want to see if they haven't appeared already? We're actually bringing on a lot more sellers. We're trying to bring on more service providers, just different perspectives, not just Amazon, but e commerce and international growth in general. That's why we uh, at Ping Kong Tout, we always want to help people grow internationally, grow their business. Um, that's what my show is all focused around. Uh, walk away from the show with one nugget or another um, so that you can elevate your business. This was super helpful in terms of getting me pumped up to get this, the rest of this week, you know, finished strong. And then obviously, kick off 2021. It feels like, All the rest is off now. We can go full steam ahead. Follow Christina on all of her social media channels. And then also, um, you know, follow Ping Pong. Um, This is a podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and download on Apple Music, which we just got greenlit. So that's awesome. And then uh, on other platforms like Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, obviously, and then uh, Apple Podcasts as well. Go ahead and if you don't listen to this live, watch this again, save it for later. If you need questions for Christina uh, and her team, go ahead and tack her in all social media posts, and she's awesome to get those answered for you. I'm Ryan Kramer, host of Crossover Commerce. Thanks for joining us again on another episode. We're gonna cap off tomorrow live, um, talking about PPC bulk files. I don't know what they are, but I'm gonna learn, just like you guys. We're gonna find out the uh, with uh, Elizabeth Green of Jungler, what those are, how it's gonna help you grow your business, and really kind of take your game to the next level with that kind of, with those basics. Um, So watch us live again on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Go ahead and subscribe to those channels. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those social media channels. And we'll catch you guys next time on Crossover Conversation.